0: such as Neo-Reality Entertainment, NRE The Wrestleverse, and NRE Pop Culture Omniversa. Welcome back, everyone, to Neo-Reality Collective Reviews. And we're back again talking about Avengers X-Men Eternal's Judgment Day. Sort of. We're ho- focusing on the tie in issue, Immortal X Men, issue 5. Because we could be immortals. Immortals. Because that's going to run to the ground until the series is over. So, the Eternals have struck. Yeah. And this issue is going to focus particularly on Exodus and his perspective of everything, especially since he is an Omega mutant who is known for his religious beliefs and very, very, very prophetic way of viewing things and seeing Jesus as the son of a mutant. That is still a record I am amazed by. Though that now leads to the question, what happens now if people found out that Jesus, the person who pretty much created their modern mythology of Christianity is completely a lie in the Marvel Universe <laughs> oh god the Nazarene mutant uh, yeah Exodus being a character who dates back all the way to the Crusades period of humanity when, the, when we all fought for a piece of land that ultimately was won by the Jewish people centuries later yeah kind of when you look at it it kind of looks like it wasn't worth it so, yeah, we're gonna be focusing on this, and this also does tie and connect with uh, the events of Avenger of Judgment Day, and even serves as a pretty much a back room into the second issue of Judgment Day, which we will get into when we can. Uh, AC still busted and all that, so um, still frustrated by that, but. Let's live, drink, and be married, and enjoy the reverency of a, of a person who believes in everything is the Messiah, including hope. Because, by God, he is desperate to get to know who is the new Jesus in the Marvel Universe. Though that leads to another question. Does he know that every religion exists and therefore contradict each other and therefore have waged war? Who knows? We'll have to see in this issue... But I will say this. uh, I was hoping. I was expecting the next big Mark Brooks artwork of Exodus. Like, oh, man, that's going to be awesome. Uh, Like, his style of artist and whatnot combined with Exodus' character. Man, that's going to be a compelling cover. That's going to be a compelling cover. And they had a fill-in cover artist. And I was like, boom. I I want Mark Brooks art. So... I had to go ahead, so I went ahead, got the Fionato Quiet Council variant of Exodus, so take it that what you will. And yeah, I still like it. I just wanted Mark Brooks because he is awesome with his colors and art artwork. But yeah, let's live, drink, and be buried, and pray for the new Messiah. That is Exodus's fraternization with hope. Uh Oh man, his friends is actually pretty awesome and with her is actually pretty awesome, but we'll get into that. Let's dig right into the Avengers X-Men Eternal Judgment Day tie-in, Immortal X-Men issue 5, cuz we can be immortal. Oh, 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 immortals. Immor. Oh, 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 or immortals. Alright, everyone, let's dig right into Immo- oh, 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 Immortals Excellent issue 5 and see what goes through Exodus's head. I am in the desert. My mouth is parched, my red skin cracks, but it's doing a loveliness on my tanning. I mean, more so. I am on a quest, a quest that is going poorly. It is months after the siege of Jerusalem. I, know. it is not. It was then. This is a memory. Why am I having a memory of, I am half a mile short of dying. I am half a mile short of being reborn. Apocalypse waits for me. To you, Apocalypse means the end of the world. You have insufficient learning. Hey, are you trying to say that religious scholars get everything wrong about the Bible and always contradict itself? How dare you! I mean like you're being probably accurate, but still. Apocalypse means revelation. Revelation is a way of seeing, and in that desert I saw clearly for the first time. You'd likely say I was hallucinating, and then I thought for myself a man of faith. Was it Moses' burning bush? Was it akin to Constantine's visions of the true cross? Something both, something else? As a man of faith, I had no answers. And long and behold, he sees the phoenix. And now, as a mutant of faith, I understand perfectly. So this the artwork on this is Michelle Michelle uh Bendy. I, I'm pretty sure I failed at that name. Uh focuses on is the artist for this, continuing her work continuing their work off of um Immortal X-Men issue four, so it seems like it's gonna switch between Lucas Rennick and Michelle and see how that goes. Uh Lucas actually comes back for issue five for, um not issue five issue six of the more X-Men and so we'll see them again. But we'll get but well, that's later in Judgment Day, this is right now. The more the mutants were, were oppressed, the more they multiplied and spread. So the humans came to dread the mutants. The Book of Exodus Bendit DuPetus translation. In- infallibility means never having to say sorry. Wow, uh, that's pompous. Anyways. The island of nation of Karko was founded in the idea of mutant sovereign and is governed over by the collective known as the Quiet Council, hope's recent ascension to the Council of Falling May need us to barter as quiet caste among its members. But some, including Exodus, have rejoiced. But while the Council attempts to navigate their internal conflicts, external threats are piling up. The secret of mutant resurrection is out. Mora has turned her back on Kriko and, with a new robotic body, has sided with the anti mutant organization Orchis. They're not the only ones who have mutants in their crosshairs. This issue occurs during the events of X Men Ad- Avengers. There's Eternal's Judgment Day issue 1. Part 5 Meditations on the X. Ah. This is now. Krakoa. No, closer to now. What's amiss? My visions have colindensed. Our enemies are the Eternals. They will wage war against us soon. Hmm. This is a surprise. We expected an animosity from many sources, but not them. And who are the Eternals anyway? That Cersei feeling was an avenger, yes? Will she be coming in a skimpy costume, Irene? Zoss, shut up! Are you sure about this? All things are in flux, but I insert in this as I am. Xavier is about to share new information from Forge. Oh, yes, new information about the abduction of Sinister. Forge was studying where he was taken and found a celestial technology signature. He compared it to recent activities of the Eternals averting a disaster in a town called Little Hollow. It's a match. It seems poor Nathaniel was kidnapped by some Eternals. Or rescued, Exodus has to point out because his relationship with Sister is hilarious. The mutant of faith who's uber serious, having to take on someone who is not at all serious but is secretly hiding his darker instincts. Normally, my response to that, as Ever Frost finally gives her input, to that dreary ghoul cool disappearing would be simple. Can we throw a parade? But right now, I'm worried. There was a lot of polite politicking at the gala, but I did get a service scan from some awful CEO that lingered with me. Apocalypse is gone. Magneto is gone. All your big dogs are leaving, and it's just you in an expensive dress trying to look fierce. Well, Magneto, yes, but Apocalypse, he's currently on vacation. In Otherworld, with his children. It was all I could do to stop myself from cycling... psionically imprinting him with the desire to soil himself whenever he heard my name. I am curious as to me what you mean by that, pee his pants or other things. We need people to know we remain strong. If the Eternals are moving against us, they need more than a slap on the wrist. First, we'll brief the war captains and prepare defense. Scott will have plans, he always does. Bless that nerd, Kate had to comment. And then Shaw Sebastian points out his obvious stake, FORGET OFFENSE, FORGET DEFENSE, OFFENSE, it, OFFENSE, HOW CAN WE STRIKE THEM? Exodus provides some insight into this conundrum and the idea of going after them instead of defending ourselves. They have their own cities, locked off from reality. Citadels caught between molecules, shadowing dimensions. There they have engines that can rebuild their bodies time and time over. They can besiege us as well. We will not find it easy to return such the favor. I'm surprised. You know the Eternal so well. I have lived for nearly a thousand years. Didn't you spend most of that time asleep? Shortly after Apollos tried to recruit me to his false church, I met Juan. We fought in our minds, and I won. I learned much as I hurt her. Fighting in our minds? That seems relevant. It seems, hmm... The Eternals, they hold no grudge that we know of. We expected Orcus. We are not prepared for war again. Sinister is gone. This is suspicious, for dozens of reasons. We should purge him from the Council to time slows, and in this moment, I fight to understand. I i see Destiny twitch in her chair. Her chair wants Apocalypse. Apocalypse is gone. And then he starts to undergo his own form of mindfuckery as he remembers his past. Apocalypse is here, but here is not now. This is, this is the other side of the desert. I was nearly dead. I faced trials and he said I was worthy. He revealed my blessing and my understanding of the world shattered. I would be a knight in a new crusade. It would take me to me a while to reassemble my faith, but he offered me purpose in that moment. I was to be an apostle, a herald for the first time, an acolyte. It had a cost. I just had to kill the man who was closer than, to, than a brother to me. The Black Knight Garrington. He had followed me across the desert as he had followed me on this crusade. We fought together so many times. Apocalypse would have me and him. It was here I first met the Eternal Circe. I fought her a witch as our minds battled. I thrashed her and rode away with my knowledge on the Eternals, like spoils from a sacking. I was drunk with power, like a knight who had forgotten his oaths. I saw she was not a witch, she was more machine than woman, unlike human, cold, awful, angelic. She was humbled, Garrington was defenseless, I could have killed him. I looked him in the eye and looked deep within myself. I realized this was not God asking Abraham to slay Isaac, I was still in the desert. And I was being tempted by the devil. Do not take this to mean simple hate. Hate is a small thing. I hate many. Like my complicated relationship with Sister. We have to reveterize that. There is only one devil. That devil is a compliant, complacent. Satan is the adversary, and the adversary plays a part. Apocalypse may be vile, but he is core to my religion. Still, he is smaller than I thought him then. He did it all for his family? I sneer. A mission of fate thinks of a bigger family, but I am aware of the irony. He challenged me to kill a human who I loved and rejected him for it. God moves in mysterious ways. Some of those ways are the movement of an empty blade. He buried me alive, left me for dead. But apocalypse means revelation. revelation! The brain of the witch, so unlike a witch, so unlike anything human cold like an angel. It's familiar. It's... We're under a psychic attack from the Eternals. The Unimind is upon the Quiet Council. The Eternals combined into a single cosmic psychic entity assaults us all in its alien majesty, And everyone's grunting in pain. They are trying to paralyze us stop us from acting. They try to lose us in our memory. Smart. It's easy to simply be what you were. But if they want us paralyzed, it is for a reason. What are they trying to do? I must wake up. I I slept for the best part of a thousand years, and something more than man set me free. And we see his password Magneto and his history with him. the world outside shocked me. The mass was no longer said in Latin. The paper was so plentiful that one could wipe one's behind with it. I suspected someone would be lost, but I was a mutant of faith and I had Magneto. The man I thirst on was the Messiah to guide me. I was in a tomb and he rolled the rock back and let me breathe. In time I realized he was but a mutant prophet. But it gave me time to learn and assemble my faith. Let me explain. Do you know what popes and anti-popes are? When there are two people who claim to be a pope, one is the anti-pope. The one not recognized by the church is the anti pope That's it. The church could flip tomorrow and all popes become anti popes and bent, vice versa. All it requires is the church to have a certain insight, a revelation. I am now the only true church, because I am a mutant, and my journey has shown the cross from another angle. I saw a hidden, meaning that humans did not, and could not understand. An X is a rotating cross. There is a cross in the genes of every single mutant. All mutants carry the cross. Magneto was lost to me time and time over, all too flawed, not a messiah. That meant the messiah was ahead of me. Magneto is gone, and in his place sits hope. I must be there for hope. I must find the now. The now. The now. Oh, what blasphemy has occurred cut to see Wolverine bleeding profusely out of his shoulder with a bunch of knives sticking out of him. Well, that's possibly the most strangest hangover you're ever going to find an explanation of. The Eternals got some kind of shadow-walking killer. They're going for the five. Killed egg, nearly killed hope. What? Are you sure, Logan? Damn right I am. They know how to hurt us. They know. Unfortunate. And the exact nature of this betrayal must be pondered upon after we act. I am the protecting the council from the assault. We must defeat the Unimind. Emma, I was looking forward to taking my bad mood out on someone and some beastly immortals stepping up to be slapped down. Suits fine, suits fine with me. With me, Telepathic Strike Force. Hope, these copy Exodus Gift. Let's get. Of course I'm in, Emma. They come for me and my back. Eat these little. I have a swearing Messiah. Oh, God. Yeah, like. This is possibly the strangest messiah you ever met. Like, you wouldn't expect a messiah to be very spiritual, but instead, Exodus has this person who has a craving for guns, has been in the apocalypse, has time traveling to the future and back, and curses a lot. And, point, and Exodus just says, I am a swearing messiah. Because, of course, Exodus and Hope are the best of friends. At least until editorial mandates come in and say you are not. Very well, Xavier's on defense. We're on offense. Sawi, telepathy. Like revelation, is like sea. To be truly powerful, I must see the conflict in terms of which I understand. I am a knight. We are in a desert. And on my left hand, a diamond shield. For all her bars, Emma is protected. She would not wish the children hurt. In my strong right hand, my faith and hope. My faith is the sword in a knight's hand. And the many-headed... Beasts of Eternals. So we get this cool transitional speak of panels where Exodus is in his outfit and then suits up into his crusade armor, holding a diamond shield and a fiery sword. Awesome. And to him, when he looks at the Eternals, he sees nothing but dragons. I am a knight. A knight is well accustomed to slaying dragons. Oh, don't worry. House of the House of the Dragon's gonna come out, and then that's gonna be very awkward. And then you'll be questioning your faith again. Psychic engagement clan. We move together, we pierce its scales. We are in their chest, slashing and burning. I see them. They breach the surface. How can anything mortal be so quick? We have to, we got him. The Unimide Eternal Eternalog being a bunch of ones and zeros. He's the linking part of the psychic attack. They see me. Concentrate on him. Get him! They strike me. Weak. I cannot fail. I am so low. I have been lower. There are two hundred mutants alive. The rest wiped away by the Red Witch. We were chosen. We were a chosen people, and seemed chosen to sicken and die. I was on a pilgrimage, seeking purpose. I found nothing. I had taken to torturing the body to test my faith. Mortification of the flesh telekinetic prayer against the elements losing myself in a desert big enough to torture one whom God had raised so high I hope pain would blame me clarity it did and the sun explodes into his top, into him I was in the desert and I was being tempted by the mortal sin I would have re- to relax just for a second that's all it would take fire would consume me but then I remember the fire in the desert hope child had been born. The first since the witch swept us all away. The child would return. The phoenix child would save us all. I was right. My Messiah returned and my people kindled. I will never kneel as long as she stands. So what happens when she dies and then later they revive her? Does that still count? Okay. Get up, Lazy. We kick their asses so hard they'll be wiping their behinds anytime they brush their teeth. Oh, Hope, Emma says. Sometimes you really can tell you've spent crucial years of schooling wandering a radioactive wasteland drinking reclaimed urine. Gross. But, yeah, that's, that's space. And in our timeline. The uranium was routed. We cut it down. Yes, retreating, regrouping. Mm. Shouldn't be that easy. They've had second thoughts. Was that pun? Oh, it was, I'm sorry. It was an accident. No time for levity. Oh god, the MCU would find this a cardinal sin. We have a moment to consider our next steps. What now? First thing, get that lovely teleconnected carpenter in here and get that furnishing repaired. One does not need my guest to know this, but the Eternals will be back. And then Hope locks her gun over clocks her gun and says, We'll be ready for them only for two eternal hexes to arrive in the form of beasts. Oh, goddammit, we're screwed. An eternal makes a speech to humanity. It says nothing I have heard before. It really tells me who I have to fight. The hex? Hmm. That's the witchy ring of Cersei. I remember when I first walked in New York, amazed the at these glass that's piercing the sky. It made a- Apocalypse's tower look like a shack. I never thought anything could be so big. Now six beings of such scale attack our sacred land. Okay, scratch that. Not ready for them. We are retired to safety and returns to the fallen warriors to the field. Be an inspiration. Guard the flame of mutant life. Be yourself. It is more than sufficient. Oh, stop it! And you, they're dragons. Hope. What do you think I'm going to do? I'm the pope of a new church, like Peter was long ago. He was the rock upon which the Nazarene mutant built his church. Yes, I am that rock, but I am also the rock in the hand of Cain. And so our comic ends with Exodus launching a psionic punch into the hex creature. Oh god, that's actually pretty badass. So yeah, we get this clear insight into the religious philosophy and beliefs within Exodus and his... Degrading Faith, and then restoration of Faith, his life, death, rebirth, and resurrection, and reconstruction. Especially after what happened with the whole, you know, Scarlet Witch thing. Like, now that I think about it, what would have been like if Exodus fought the Scarlet Witch? That, has that actually happened before? I'm like, it's Marvel Comics, and it's been around for decades, so maybe? But yeah, um, all hell is broken loose, and I have no idea how we're gonna get out of this. Mostly fighting dragons. I'm certain it's not going to lead to any problems after this. Tony Stark is not someone who ends the world every single Tuesday. We're our feet. But yeah, that was Immortal X-Men number 5. Shorter issue than the others, but this is overall a good story and I do love the artwork on it. And I really, really love this insight into the character, and we get to explore more about who he is, what his beliefs are. And honestly, Exodus in this. Exodus isn't really one of a villain, even though he has been portrayed like that for decades in the Marvel Comics. He's just more like this believer who's trying to find something in his life, a new purpose of life regarding his faith. And. Right now, hope is him is having it. Hope Summers is that messiah faith he has. So when the day comes that Marvel editorial decides to make X a bad guy again, is gonna ruin any interesting aspects he had with him beyond his religious philosophy of Christianity. In fact, I would kind of like it if he was in if he was hanging out with Nightcrawler more. I would love to see how their interactions would be besides their time on the Quiet Council. Heck, I was surprised he doesn't really do... He hadn't really shown up much in the um, Way of X story, even though that would have been honestly a good good idea to have him show up since, well, he's a mutant of faith, he's a Christian, so is Nightcrawler, and he's the main character. I don't know why they didn't do that. I'll never understand Marvel sometimes. But that's the way things go, and overall this issue is good. The coloring is great. The artwork, while not Lucas... It's still serviceable for what it is, and still has some of that Lucas-like energy to it, especially with the coloring. It looks more warmer. Oh, and also Karen Gillian's writing is great. Uh, really delving deep into the characters' thoughts process and how they operate. Though I would have loved it more to see how they fought the Unimind instead of it being a data page by Tom Mueller. Just felt confused by that. But yeah, overall, this issue was pretty good for what it was. Uh, solidly tie into the next issue of the main event. We'll be back with that later down the road. But right now I'm trying to catch up on Dark Crisis and everything else. So this was Neo Reality Collective, pop culture news and reviews talk, hosted by Egg Brown. Feel free to check out my other contest, YouTube for more. I'll see you all again next time, everyone, and peace out. Enjoy this last ad break and outro. Take care.